This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. So for some of the best TV content, folks, that you could ever watch, check out the AMI app. Download it from the App Store, the Apple or uh, you know the uh, Android App Store. And it's ex- fully accessible. You've got some digital shorts, you've got the programs, and documentaries produced by our friends over at AMI-TV. That's the AMI app, available to you. Just check out your App Store. We hang out with reps from the AMI-TV gang here on Kelly and Company every Monday on the program. Today we're joined by Alex Smythe. He's, of course, our Toronto TV reporter to talk about something pretty darn cool, if I say so myself. We're talking about Greg Westlake's induction into the Disability Hall of Fame. Now, you want to talk about a cool person uh, who gives so much to their sport but to the rest of us to enjoy uh, disability and parasport in any form. Alex, welcome back to the show. And as I teased off the top... Greg Westlake getting inducted to the Canadian Disability Hall of Fame. What an honor. Absolutely, right? You know, it's it's something that I think any any person, athletes especially, you know, they you go into sport or you stop, you never think in your your wildest dreams that oh, one day this this career or this passion of yours could end up um with you kind of getting a call to go to the Hall of Fame. And uh yeah, that's exactly what happened for for Greg Westlake. I mean, it, it's it's kind of Easy to see with uh, all his uh, great accomplishments on the ice as uh, uh, the long uh, tenured captain of the Canadian para ice hockey team. But beyond that, too, it's also just the all the great work that he does in the para sport community and in the disability community and just uh, lending his time, his voice and his energy to help promote sport for everyone. It's um, it's well deserved. We've had the opportunity, both of us, uh, myself interacting with Greg back in the day, doing some media stuff, yourself working with Greg, and what what a humble person, what a uplifting person. How did he feel when he found out? Yeah, absolutely, and uh, he was elated. You know, it, it was something that he never really had that it, that was a, a goal or, or a focus of, of his, but uh, yeah, he was absolutely um, ecstatic to, to get the call, but for him, it's it's more like okay, this is a uh, a legacy. This is some, uh, a goal that I can showcase for other people out there, for the young kids, for for younger generations who who want to get into parasport or or who are interested and want to achieve something great. You know, that's how he he views it as a way to okay, I I can I've created a pathway for someone who wants to get into the Hall of Fame. Like, this is how you can go about doing it. And so that's really, for him, what he, he hopes that this uh, this honor leads to. is It's uh, more of a a recognition and a opportunity for, for those who follow him down the parasport path. Can you run through some of his accolades during his illustrious career? Uh, well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, there, there's a lot of them. So, uh, as I mentioned, like, he's been uh he he's one of the the greatest pair ice hockey players uh, Canada has ever had he's represented the country for 18 years mixed between international uh world championships and the Paralympics he's won one gold two silvers and a bronze at the Paralympic games 
coupled with three golds at the World Championships and four silvers and two bronze. So those are just the medal count, let alone all the other great work he's done with with organizations, with grassroots communities, being on the boards of so many organizations, and also being the host of uh, a couple AMI uh, sports shows, uh, Level Playing Field and Beyond the Field. You know, it's uh, he he's done so so much. So it's it's a uh, it's great to see that all that hard work, all that effort, and all that success has been uh, rewarded with with a call to the hall. So we can look at and sit back and say, wow, what credentials, what accolades that, that we've mentioned here, that you've mentioned, and of course our knowledge of them. But what did the uh, CFPDDP say It really were the big factors that led to his induction? Uh, yeah, so uh, as part of the, the story, I was uh, uh, chatting with the Honorable Vim Kochar, who is the founder and president of the Canadian Foundation for Physically Disabled People, who also... Uh, who organize and oversee the uh, the Canadian Disability Hall of Fame. And he, he talked, uh, of course, about all the accolades and accomplishments that uh, Greg has had on the ice, but he also spoke just as much, if not a bit more, about the growth and the impact he's had off the ice in, in the grassroots organizations, in being on the boards of all these different organizations and really pushing forward that Paralympic movement because that's something that... Uh, he, uh, everyone can see it, it that has a huge impact because not only it's not everyone's going to achieve the high performance side of Paris sport, but you know everyone has an opportunity to play and try sports if they want to, and and so really investing and supporting that grassroots movement across the country was really big, and that's kind of part of the reason why he's uh, uh, he certainly got the call. So let's talk about the opportunity you've had to work with him on those shows. What's he like in the broadcasting world, away from the rink? Yeah, I, I think you you mentioned it off the top too. You're just so so humble, so giving, so caring. But he's also relentless. You can tell he's an athlete and a very successful athlete because just because he's not on the ice and and playing in a gold medal game at the Paralympics. He's still giving it his all when he's doing a story for Level Playing Field, when he's in the studio running lines. He, he wants to always do the best job he can. He's going to put in the preparation. He's going to put the work in. And he's going to have that that energy and commitment. So uh, it's always something great to to watch and work with him on because, you know, he, he's fully committed. He's yeah. bought into what he's doing. And to top it all off, like, I mean – Again, one of the nicest people out there, and it's not just when the cameras are rolling. Like when we're on a shoot, uh, I, I can just think of Volt Hockey. We did a story for this season of uh, Level Playing Field. And when the cameras weren't rolling, he's up there. He's chatting with the parents, with the kids, just finding out what makes them tick, what they love, what they're interested in. And that's just the kind of guy he is. And you can see really it's like, yeah, this, this guy has so much success, but he's also still so humble, so great, so caring that absolutely, he, he deserves this honor 100%. Incredible ambassador. So he's announced his retirement from para hockey. He's going into the Disability Hall of Fame. What's next for him? Do you have any idea? Uh, yeah, I you know, in talking with him, he has some, some pretty big goals still. Uh, obviously, he wants to continue getting more established within broadcasting with Level Playing Field and, and the other shows we, we've worked on at AMI and also stuff he's done away from AMI. But uh, he's also uh, mentioned about uh, goals within the sports world. And he one day would love to be able to have some sort of impact on coaching, whether it's at a able-bodied national program or in the NHL. Like both are incredibly lofty and very challenging goals, but 
if someone was going to make the jump from the para side to the able-bodied side in a high performance and coaching capacity, I, I think a hundred percent it would be him. I, sure. I I'm oh. never going to count him out on anything, and uh, I'm going to cheer him on every step of the way. Hopefully, he can accomplish it. First of all, when does the ceremony take place? Yeah, so the ceremony takes place on Thursday, October 20th, 2022. It's uh, uh, being hosted at the Fairmont uh, Royal York in downtown Toronto. Okay, we're going to put the information up on the blog too, ami.ca slash Go. But tonight, uh, you guys have it on ATW. What time? Yep. Yep, 8 p.m. tonight it will be airing. So be sure to check out the segment to hear from Greg and his, uh, uh, his perspective on the honor. Awesome. This is tremendous, my friend. Uh, again, a really wonderful piece. Congratulations to Greg, and thanks a lot for making time for us, as usual, Alex. Yeah, not a problem. It's always great chatting with you, Kelly. Thanks, man. Join us Mondays for a chat with the AMI-TV gang, and remember to check out things on the app. If you can't catch the show live, uh, just download it using your uh, favorite, uh, uh, sorry, using Android at the Android or iOS app stores. And, folks, that's the AMI app I'm talking about. Coming up here on Kelly and Company, we've got another hour of the program. We're going to talk a little bit about Summerlicious as it returns. Lots of food, delicious food from more than 200 local restaurants. We'll learn more. On Know Your Rights today, Danielle McLaughlin discusses our right to be free from unreasonable search and seizure. But up next, community reporter Kim Kilpatrick, she's going to update us on a company of fools. And their new show beginning in September. Stand by. Hour 2 of Kelly and Company next. Hi, I'm Red Sale, inviting you to download the latest episode of My Life in Books, where internationally acclaimed authors discuss their lives, their work, and three books that have resonated with them. That's My Life in Books, available wherever you get your AMI podcasts.